Information coming up on TavernCast that's both informative and correct. Welcome to the Thunder Brew Distillery here in Carinus Dunmore. Dust off your favorite drinking mug, order up a pint of Rhapsody Malt and settle in. It's time for another round of Taverncast with your hosts, Hazros, Cromley, Aloysius and Kern We'll bring you tools, tips, tales and tricks from the great world of Warcraft. Welcome to Taverncast 23. I am Azros. I am Eloisius. I'm Cromley. All right. <laughs> tell us, give me one of those. And that's Kern Kater over there. This is hi. It's Kern Kater. Beer right. and snacks. So, Beer and snacks. Kern Kater. Snacks oh, with an X. Look, let's read the list. <laughs> Remember that for. only you can see the outline. That's true, because I can't. Only you can see the outline. <laughs> and no, and seeing the outline is at the battle. Only you. G.I. <laughs> Alright, so Cromley, what are we drinking this week? Today we are drinking, today we're trying to ignore, actually Bryce, uh, Brian's probably heard of this, Goose Island Nut Brown Ale from oh, Chicago. I heard it. Nice. Good stuff. Here, cheers. Cheers. <laughs> that's appropriate. You're spilling Let's sell it on eBay. Somebody lick that off. <laughs> no, that's uh, <laughs> Yeah, they for, did sound kind of bad. Okay, so this week for snacks... Manischewitz. We're having, thank you, Manischewitz. Is it Manischewitz? Okay, Manischewitz. Or if you want to be Kern Kinter and mispronounce it, it's Maniskewitz. <laughs> uh, chocolate almond macaroons. Just in time for the whole for Passover. Passover thing. A la Easter. The whole Passover thing is opposed to part of the Passover? Actually, here's the thing. Um... They, they, well, they show up every year. They show up in the stores magically. Manish Evans Santa has always Claus got macaroons out, and macaroons are those little like coconut and egg white cookies. But at Passover time, they come out with about fifty different varieties, and they're actually pretty good. Yeah, so they're not bad. Yeah, every year this time, I usually get a couple cans. So if you have the ability to go, to, yeah, he does, and, <laughs> and he, he gets a little more up. can. <laughs> if you have the ability to go to your store and pick some up, I highly recommend. Uh, Crabbly, please tell us about donations for this week. Okay, so this is a list of the people who have donated to the show since show number 20, I think. Uh, we skipped doing donations in show 21 since those were all, uh, basically everything on that show is fake, and these are real donations. We didn't want to make fun of our donators in any way, since without the donators, you wouldn't be listening to this show. So, here we go. To Task, Angus, My Left Foot, Adam Lubers, James Gerlacki, Scott Capiluto, Samakin, Kevin, Karen Britton, Edaru, Graxim and Laura Beth, Samuel Brents, Bryway 05, Neolithic, Christian Criswell, Babu, David Ross, Regina Wolf Fritz, Epicted, Atax, Margaret Spaniger, Toad Single, Yale Hatteridi, Nancy Sneary, Groof, Ilborn, James Gillette, Nipman, Bood, Echuta, Dan Blomquist, GG, Segev, Daniel Yankowski, Jemimus, Atera, Charles Andre, Tom Takei, Fence, Braxstone, Tetsuo, Harry Selwood, Sam Turner, Segev, Eric Young, Von Carson, Matthew Kirkland, Thamus, Rollbar, Mania, Stephen Dufour, Frappanese, Anarchy, Greg Hodgson, Tagor, Stephen Wilkinson, Shen Sis, Guido Unit, and Helidus. So thank you to all those people. I apologize if I mispronounced your name or if I read the wrong name or if I didn't know your character name or your forum name sorry this is i go off what i got thanks again
Like sands through the hourglass, so are the days of our lives. Hey, um, what? Azros. What'd y'all do this week? What did Azros? you do this week? I came close to deleting my hunter. Woohoo! Oh, yeah. I, mean, oh. I still haven't heard this story. What? What's going on? I just don't like it anymore. Why? Because... Why I, would you delete him, though? I'm not going to delete him. I've been... Don't lie to us, then. Well, I, mean, I said I was, I was getting close to you. I.E. finger on the D E L E no backspace 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 yeah. D E backspace <laughs> D E L E uh, backspace backspace No, I just I'm not having fun with it anymore. They the past couple of patches there've been little things to come through that have just kind of I don't want to be the the like the people on the general forums that irritate the crap out of me who are like you're nerfing hunters all the time, but yeah. I, every every patch or so, there's something else that comes out that just kind of either kills the DPS or kills the crowd control. And in 1.10, it happened to be both, where they changed the um, the way that it's attack power bonuses uh, work with certain types of weapon speeds. And I think there was another what in Galaxies we call the stealth nerf, where there there must have been something done behind the scenes because my gear has only gotten upgraded since the patch. Um, I'd run the, the, uh, I'm retarded. <laughs> Another quality <laughs> broadcast from Tavern. Suddenly I just went retarded. I've been Send running. Send your donations <laughs> to. I've been running the, the tier 0.5 quest, so I have my epic gloves and stuff like that. So my stats have been going up. Nothing else has changed. I'm still using the same potions, the same buffs, same everything. And my DPS is probably my crits. Okay, we're going to use aim shot crits, for example. Okay. Used to max out around 24 to 2500. A good one. A good aim shot crit in, let's say, UBRS, right? Where some of the, the armor of those guys was pretty cracked. Mm-hmm. Now I haven't seen one over 1700. And that's just from the changes in the patch. Yeah. Wow. So between that and the fact that one of the things I used to do was chain freezing a mob, especially near the end of UBRS, where I would. I would pull using distract shot one of the mobs into a freeze trap, immediately feign death to drop myself out of combat, mm-hmm. pop back up, wait for the cooldown to come through, drop another trap, distract shot him into the trap, do it over and over and over to keep... It's it's basically poor man's sheep, and now freeze traps have diminishing returns, so you can't do that anymore. Why did they... What was the whole point of doing that? They never really said... I mean, I'm guessing it was a balance issue and it wasn't being used as intended. But, I mean, tricks like that have been going on ever since the beginning. and especially Maybe they're just trying to bring them back down to where they think they need to be. Because that first, that whatever that patch was where they drastically improved hunters, that was way back. That was like... That was, that was yeah, three that patches was ago. Yeah. Back and I mean, back. I remember hearing a lot of people saying so that hunters I... suddenly got uber, you know? I don't think they got uber. They just got to be to a point where they were playable. In a really in a really good way, and now I don't know, some of it has been changed. So I don't I don't get the sense that I'm really a DPS class or a crowd control class anymore. Um, I don't really know what it is. So until <laughs> until I can take some time to figure out a strategy, I'm really having fun leveling my priest up. So you know, in a, in a broader sense, I have a question for you guys. Hey, what do you, what do you think about this? I mean, because I can understand why regardless of of the reasons behind it, if somebody does something to your character that you're used to playing with and they they get rid of some of your your abilities or they lessen your abilities in some sense, it's in some ways kind of traumatic because you've played this character for X amount of hours, you get into a rhythm, you know what you're doing, Mm -hmm. everything works a certain way, right? Mm -hmm. Um, So is that bad? I mean, even if they've got a good reason, should should uh, should companies like Blizzard just get to the point where they just never do that? What about, well, let's go back about, I don't know, 10, 15 shows ago where you were talking about Seal Command. Were yeah, you... I mean, they need to fix Well, but things. that was an improvement, though. Right. So you're saying, saying they should only increase, never decrease. Well, as, as we were talking before... This is a this isn't a static game. This is a dynamic dynamic game, and mm-hmm. things are going to change. 
um, <clears throat> if you've got, let's say you've got all of your characters here on a line, and some are, some are above the line and some are below the line, and something comes through to change, let's say three out of the five of them, if you've got five of them, they come up. You, you need to keep them all within a certain range. And if it means improving some and, and nerfing others so that they still stay within a certain level of compatibility while still maintaining some of their basic um, abilities, I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. My, my, I guess my point here, in a nutshell, though, with, with saying what I said, was that couldn't, these, couldn't companies like Blizzard, instead of reining in some of the abilities, let's say, uh, let's use the often uh, often given example of shamans, right, or shamans, who are uh, who always... Need, who need to be better. Yeah, who, who, are, who are, everybody always <laughs> says they're too uber, right? No, no, they're not. So instead of curtailing some of their abilities and reining them in, why not just keep the shamans where they are and take some of the classes that maybe Blizzard thinks aren't quite up to snuff and just give them some new abilities or improve on yeah, existing but... abilities until everything is balanced. So in other words, like, okay, Azros had his hunter. Let's say that the Blizzard thought the hunter was too uber, and the way they deal with that is they just sort of bring up the other classes until they feel everything is that, at a level. That makes sense in a way, except the problem is is that you're ch instead of making small changes to one class, you're making small changes to eight classes. And then you have to adjust the and rest of the world to balance with it, too. Every time you change things, you get bugs, you get problems, yeah. and, and it's better to make small changes, you know, Slowly. That's as, a good point. As, as long as Blizzard has been in business in as many games as they've made, they still have issues with what they design and what is actually put into place by the myriad of players that use those abilities or use those changes yeah. is something that's not entirely what they intend, which is why oh, I, which is why you have patches for things that people exploit or fix. Yeah. So even if you give this a certain class X, Y, and Z to improve their abilities, there's still going to be things that they're going to find in gameplay that were even beyond the range of what they tried doing in beta testing or in yeah. test realms that to do that. So, I, I, so to answer your question, no, I don't think that's unreasonable to not only to not only buff classes but also nerf classes based on what the actual player population decides to do with it. Well, it was just a tangent, but I figured yeah. I'd throw it out. No, it's a good point. It's a tricky thing because if you the only way you can make all the classes actually equal is to make them all the same and that's not fun. Right. So, it's always going to be a tricky problem. Like Star Wars Galaxies, right? That being said, this game has the best class balance of any MMO I've ever played. Yeah, I agree. But... Each class has its role and for the most part, they tend to be Pretty good at their so role. are you permanently giving up your hunter then? I'm not or permanently just giving it up. Break? I, I'm t I'm not actively playing it during the week like I used to. I used to be you know running Scalo, Strat, UBRS, LBRS, whatever. And I've kind of well, I haven't kind of stopped. I have stopped. The only time I pull them out is to if somebody needs help with an instance, like if they can't get a you know a spot filled, or we've done, we're starting doing weekly uh, Zulgura rounds on Friday. What are you gonna do now then? Play Pri the warlock priest, priest. Yay! Yep. And I'm leveling Ooh. them up. Holy discipline spec. So all of you that say that shadow is the only way to level Just a priest, it. Yeah. eat it. Eat it. It isn't, it, it isn't the only way to level a priest. Um, but if you want to do DPS, I don't hire DPS. That really, it, it, it is. I'm not saying that I'm, that I'm an expert. That's the only way to do it. But it, it, you definitely get more DPS at a lower level with. I've seen so much flack about people leveling, leveling holy discipline priests, and I'm having. Maybe it's just a playstyle thing with me, but it might just be that it's different, you know. Yeah, I, for me soloing, I like I was just soloing around Camp T, and I was taking on you know two Thunder Lizards and using he, like shields and stuff like that. I was mm -hmm. able to keep my health above ninety percent the entire time. Yeah, my very first uh, priest that I played, and the myriad of priests that I played, I <laughs> I leveled up um, almost entirely wholly until about level twenty two. Um, and that, I mean, really, it, it, it's it's a good, it's a good, this is on the old tree, too. So they, it really did yeah. work well. There's, there really isn't much to much to, to, to rag on about it. It's just yeah. a different style it's different, of play. Yeah, it's, it's a little slower, because I, I had a priest on uh, Manoroth that I only got into the teens, so he was all holy, too. And, you know, it, what it was is you were just very hard to kill. Yeah. You could always heal yourself and shield yourself and fear people and, and mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff, so. Ended up being long, drawn-out fights, though, is what I found. So, Well, that's nothing, because I level up all my characters without weapons. <laughs> yeah, so you I'm a nude. You use fist <laughs> weapons. 
<laughs> whenever one I'm a drops. Fist weapon specialist. Yeah, whenever a fist weapon drops, I use that. Yeah. Actually, I think in the rogue tree, and you we can know take how... talents to specialize with fist weapons. Yeah, I actually, I had, well, I had a fist talent weapon. ever. I've actually never even seen a fist weapon drop, which I've is my, one, my point. I had one drop, and I gave it to somebody in the guild because they had, um, what was it, brass knuckles? I had brass, yeah, brass I knuckles I dropped, us, dropped us off to somebody. It's actually, I think there is a really cool idea, but they need more of them they or something. They just need to increase it. Yeah. yeah. How many classes do you... Well, we're really off on a tangent now. Uh, yeah. I was just going to ask, how many other classes use them besides... Is it like a lot of classes that can use fist weapons? Or... I don't know. Warriors can. Probably what would you do this week? This week, uh, well, my my uh, shaman's up to 54. Whee! Uh, got up to rank 4 in PvP. Uh-huh. Was in on a winning Alterac Valley, which was kind of cool because that let me turn in the quest to get the, uh, the items you used to be able to get through Korak. Until they got rid of Korak. And uh, so I got a really nice uh, mace that I can't use. Wait, do you yeah. need a quest for that, though? Yes. It's a quest you take outside the entrance to Alterac. And, uh, I want to get the once ice barb spear. Yeah, it's nice. You or the crossbow. You can't handle the ice barb spear. I can't handle the six-hour Alterac game is what I can't handle. Well, that's the thing is you just got to be lucky. <laughs> yeah. Hey, guess, guess Go, what, Kern. Go, guess, Kern. Go. Guess what I did this week. I know what you did. I reached for Yay, ding, ding. I've got the blue bony pony now. Blue this is your pony. first mount. This is my first mount. This is my first character that actually hit forty. It's exciting. I know. I was so excited. I got um. Who was online with me? A bunch of people were online I with me. There. But when, yeah, when I when I finally hit forty, um, um, Thayala and Takunan came down to Brill where I bought my pony and took pictures. <laughs> it was so exciting. I think they're actually going to put a monument up. I, th- I think I think they are. Blizzard has decided. <laughs> it's taken current yeah, you know so long. Last person in the game to achieve level forty. <laughs> longest time taken. To <laughs> there there longest time Most taken. priests in row. There you go. 40. Most number of priests alts on myriad servers. Yeah, so I've, I've really been enjoying it, and I've, I'm still finding it's really hard to remember that I have a mount, so I'm like running through the barrens. I've been running for almost 17 minutes, and all of a sudden I'm going, oh, crap, I've got a horse. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so that that's what I kind of did this week. Um, I've also been uh, out and about in uh, Stranglethorn Vale helping out some folks, um, and I finished a couple of quests in um, Arathi. But yeah, it was it's it's been a lot of fun. I'm really excited about having them out now. I'm 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 liking running around, and I I just like watching it jump. It's just fun to watch it jump. <laughs> of course, you guys, everybody knows that I really like the the uh, the graphics in the game and the sound. It goes wee and everything. It's great. How's that go again? Wee. One more time. Wee. Uh, again. For good measure. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. Just one more. Come on. So it's supposed to sound Do it more now. Undead, Do it. <clears throat> can, can you blend that? That's how that's actually. You sound like you're from the haunted mansion. Yeah, yeah, the oh. horses should sound just like that, actually. <laughs> no, they should sound. <coughs> <laughs> I'm Mr. <coughs> Ed. Yeah, my, my wolf just sounds like a chain smoker. <laughs> Uh, so that's what I did. What did you do, Eloy? Uh, I finally made it to level fifty-five, and that's my that's my short report for what I did this week. Really? That was it. I made it to level fifty-five, and I stopped playing the game for the rest of the week. How can you be on a Warcraft podcast? I think you're such a noob. Slash kick. You know, you got to take a break every now and you smell like nub to me. (laughs) (laughs) I I smelled something. Why can't I nub you? Oh, <laughs> I love it. We interrupt this program to bring you a special news bulletin. And now it's time for Terror or Death. Film at 11. News. News, news. The news, the news. The last show we did, in case anyone is curious, was an April, April Fool's, Fools joke. Oh, really? <laughs> I, you know, and actually, <laughs> I really? I really like the um, the April Fool's stuff that the that Blizz does every year. The Wisp thing was great. They put a funny. lot of a lot of thought into that. 
and everything, and I, I thought it was I thought it was really entertaining. I bought it for about a minute and a half. Yeah, so I did nice. too. I'm like, second. permadeath, lol. <laughs> I thought it was good, actually. It was a good joke. The yeah. premise. But then we started, oh, how would you mount? Hmm. I just and like the concept of armor. And the, 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 uh, what what did they have? They had the, um, <laughs> no, the you, you could select, yeah, you could select color and hair, hair facial, facial hair. hair. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's great. And then the patch notes were great, too. And they they had a, the screenshots was in Scarlet Monastery, and they called him, like, Casper or whatever. He's, yeah. 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 <laughs> That's great. That was great. Alright, uh, key ring. Blizzard announced in uh, 1.11 that they're going to have key rings, which will let you store multiple keys, like for instances and stuff, in one container object. So it'll only take up one slot. So for those of us that haven't gotten past 40, except for now, what's it, what's it for? What kind of stuff do you need? And I'm not sure that I understand what it's... Noob. You're such a noob. Get off the show. <sighs> Sorry. Well, as far as I understand, I, I don't think you'll need anything, right? Yeah. Well, or no, no, do you no. need to buy it? It, that isn't what I mean. I mean, like, what 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 keys are you talking about? Like, I've uh, had, like, the Scarlet Monastery Kater, key. Is that what you're talking about? When you grow up to be a big priest, you're yeah. going to have to do all these quests to get these different keys to get into keys. different dungeons. And then you're going to have the Scarlet key. You're going to have the Crescent key. You're going to have the Skeleton key. You're going to have the key to the city. You're going to have... I wonder if the mallet to Zulfaric will count. You're going to have yeah, the transponders, the, the goblin transponders for uh, Nomerigan. You're going to have all these. And whenever you want to go someplace, your you're going to say, oh, yeah, I got the key. Don't worry. And so, you get there, and then you're like, crap, crap I left oh, it in the bank. Still in the bank, slash hearth. See, that, that was my question is because I didn't understand that for all these things, you actually need keys. You can't just walk up to them like the swirly yeah. toilet in the Scarlet Monastery. And no. Just... no. Like... Well, there's, what, two doors in Scarlet Monastery you need to have a key for, right? Uh, right. And some of the doors. Well, the you can walk instance. up to the swirly toilet, but you better be ready to do business. Yeah. <laughs> and then they'll give you a swirly. You know, with the keys, basically some of the instances, let's look at it this way, right? Mm. Some toilets are for free. Other toilets are pay toilets. Honestly, I have never been to a keys. pay toilet in my life. I'm just letting you know. I'm stabbing no, myself I'm in sorry. the eye right now. <laughs> Please continue, Carl. That's pretty much the news. That's pretty much it. That's pretty much it about the key. I think it's cool. Is it going to be? Is I it going to be something that's going to be crafted? Or I don't know. Yeah, they didn't say. It they sounds like you're much. just going to buy it. Yeah. Yeah. Blizzard hard Anything that lets me free up some slots, bank slots, is going to be good. So, but wait a second. If that's a key ring, and you're going to have it in your inventory, isn't the key ring going to need to take up a slot in your bank? Yeah, but one slot, another... one slot one in your bag, as opposed to the friggin'. 35 yeah. that I have right now. But how are you going to be able to like link through it? Is it going to bring up, pull up a separate? Okay, a you separate you went window? to high school. We don't you went to know. high school, right? You you had the janitor <laughs> who had the key ring. It was attached. <laughs> oh, to it's really going to be hell for rogues because they'll make jingling noises. Everywhere yeah. They go. <laughs> what is pie? What is the secret of the universe? What size are my shoes? Where are we going? What time will we what get is, there? What is the code to create the key ring? <laughs> what, what is, is the secret? Like? What is your what is your favorite color? Tell me the secret. I just like to know. I, I'm the kind of person who likes to have a roadmap of how long <laughs> you have to go and where you're going to go and how long it takes to get there and what stops you back along the way so you can kind of check as you go. We By that you mean control know. freak. Okay. I'm, I'm not a control Patch freak. note said, key, this is pretty much the information we got. It was in, in 1.11, we will have key rings. To store keys. <laughs> That's it. That's all we and know. People think it's, it's going to be a container that you open like a... Like a clamshell or you know one of those kinds of things. We could lie and make a container it container in your inventory. See how close we are. <laughs> I want Yeah, it's an epic item. Uh, drops from Anxia or you have Anixia to farm Anxia for about Anxia. seven days. Yeah, but you have to do it. You solo. have to have a reputation with okay. some Must be done new. Solo. Yeah. So can I issue a retraction? Sure, <laughs> yes. certainly. Where I was making fun of herb bags. Oh, oh, oh now we like them, huh? Now he likes them. I well. Yeah, I'm. I'm not completely. I'm not completely sold. And this is where you can play a Papa got a brand new bag. <laughs> but I'm, I'm noticing how they can be useful from just. I'm, I'm, it's hard to explain. I, I still don't think that they necessarily have to be there. They're just kind of like. An added bonus. Wait, are you actually using one now and having it equipped out in the field or just yeah. in the bank? Well, I'm you using, no, I, I'm using I got the, the big-ass enchanting bag, 
for the guild bank mule since a lot, most of the stuff that I have I just special. <laughs> and special. And that is really helpful just so like what I do is I'll empty the all the mail that comes in with CT mail mod directly into the bags and then I'll just go through and disenchant everything. So it organizes it really neatly in that bag. Which That's is handy. nice. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Um, would I use that the enchanting bag on my character out in the field? Hell no. Hell no. I think where it's handy is for lower level characters. So like my, I just made this mage alt. He doesn't have any bags, and I could pick up a a fairly large slotted. That sounds bad, doesn't it? <laughs> a bag with a lot of slots a for loose purples. Bag. <laughs> <laughs> really cheap, you know, comparatively cheap for the number of slots. Yeah, you it depends on what part of Agrimar you pick it up. Yeah, in. you go into the right part of town. And, oh. No, it was like ten silver. Yeah, you go into the cleft of darkness or whatever it is. <laughs> No, I'm I'm using I'm using the the small herb pouch that I got, like you said, on small char- on yeah. my lower level characters. And it's handy for that because you're on, but I don't think I'd use it on a high level character. It's not worth taking oh. up a bag slot. No, no. I no. wonder if you could get like a special PvP rank or something that was like Drug Runner if you equipped all herb bags. <laughs> drug Runner. <laughs> yeah. Why don't you try it and, and report yeah, back? Let, okay, I'll get. Let right us on. know how that works out, would you? I heard a rumor that if you get up to Knight General or whatever, uh, honestly, all though, herb equipment. You could be like, you be, Tony, Tony, I've got me all the bags here. <laughs> Going back to Cuba now with my drugs. I don't know how to do the thing. I, I, The only thing I'm surprised about with these bags, though, is that they came out with bags for herbalism, enchanting, and they say that there's an engineering bag, but I don't either understand that or have seen it. But they don't have I'm one for sure skinning, which skinning is the one that notoriously takes up the most space. Yeah. Yeah. Where it'd be cool if you had a skinning bag where you could where it would stack in you know, I don't know stacks of twenty or whatever, so you could fit more leather in there. That would make sense. That's the yeah. one that I think they really need. Herbalism, yeah, okay. The enchanting one, yeah, okay. All uh, right. Next. Blizzard background downloader. They're stealing your bandwidth. One one one. Brian, you do that if you want to. I don't know anything about it. Uh, Blizzard background downloader has been talked about a little bit where it's supposed to be kind of a I don't even know if it's really a kind of a bit torrenty program but they're going to release um like art and texture files and things like that that um normally you'd have to download all at once when the new patch comes out um they'll be able to to down or you will be able to download it seamlessly in the background over a period of time kind of like steam Right. It, it is a lot like Steam, and other MMOs have done this so that the day of the patch, everybody's not slamming not the server for a, yeah. Yeah, for a 200 meg patch. So it, uh, yeah, it's supposed to save on time and uh, bandwidth and stuff like that. And they said it wouldn't really affect uh, game speed either. It shouldn't. Cause That's what they said. So. It's, little, it's little things here and there. Yeah. So... Crickets, crickets. Boy, we're really we're really excited about these. Uh, <laughs> it takes a lot to get us excited. Oh yeah, we're like, more, oh, great. It? All right. Actually, the one you skipped is fairly <clears throat> nice. I think. I say patch one point twelve. You'll oh, be placed in a group upon entering battlegrounds. Yeah. I've always wondered why don't we already do that? You know. Actually, the biggest well, the biggest thing that that'll fix is the please. Yeah, like invite me to the raid group. Or three people is starting group groups at the same time. Is it going to be a party or raid? Like, I don't know. I didn't put it in group. here. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I didn't research. <laughs> yeah. No, I didn't put the note in here. This is the first I've heard of it. No, I, it just says it says group. So, so. we don't know. We I imagine it'll raid. be a raid if appropriate. I mean, why wouldn't you? Because no. the the only thing that that could, could <laughs> cause problems with that is, will it drop you out of it at the end? Well, that'd be really nice because you have problems all the time in Alterac. Well, it would be yeah. it would be good for pickup groups, but not for um, like guild groups that are doing it. Where if you're going in with a group, you know, if you're running with a fifteen, oh, man, you know, and then yeah. it will always yeah. drop you out. That could be, be like, a problem. Well, thing. well and how's so it going to decide if four groups come in, as, you know, four pe- set groups come in as a group to something other than Alterac, and then I guess well, it just drops everyone. And hopefully, they all that'll get... only that'll only take effect if you come in as a single player and not with another group of people. Yeah. Well, I for Al- Alterac, would... yeah, Alterac, I could see, but for like a Rathi, yeah, I can't imagine they would do that to people that are already grouped up and then disband them and throw them all together. I just can't imagine that. Current Katera can't imagine it. It's not going to happen. It's not possible. <laughs> she has a heck of an imagination. That is very true. <laughs> she can't imagine it. <laughs> That's true. Did Lee Harvey Oswald kill Kennedy? She couldn't imagine it. I couldn't imagine. All right, we'd also like to announce that we're putting out a new website called uh, Warcraft Insider, which is www.warcraftinsider.com. 
Uh, there's not much there right now, but we're hoping in the future to have a fair amount of interesting content related to Warcraft up there for you people to uh, kill your work days and drop your productivity even further. Great. Something else for me to do when I should be working. Sweet. Hey. Is that all we want to say about it? That's the sales pitch? If you can come up with better, then do it. Well, if you don't have no doubt, dude. Mr. Friggin Critic. Naysayer. What's, what is it? WarcraftInsider.com. Yeah. My name's Eloy, and I like to bitch. WarcraftInsider.com. Come on, Ezra, I need your help on this one. No, I refuse. Warcraft. Come on. I would Insider. like one shot of um, So we're done. And that's the news. Done. News. The news. Back in Taverncast Show 21, we had the first part of an interview with Starman and Alashia on high-end rating. And we were only able to bring you part of that interview due to time constraints in the show. So we'd like to present now the second half of that interview uh, to close things up. Okay, it's pretty much been established then that, say you're a casual player, and by casual I mean you're willing to run a couple of instances a week, maybe. You get in a guild that is, I guess, cool enough or open enough to actually let you, you know, run into the core with them or something like that. That guild is not going to go all the way to the end on people who are either who are not in set pieces, who are all stuck back and wearing greens and low-end blues and etc. They're just not going to go that far. So... Here's my question. Knowing that, is the game working properly as is for almost forcing people to have to to grind to get all this gear and all the tier 2 armors and etc. to continue advancing in the game? That's a good question. I'm fine with it. I mean, despite the fact that, you know, I've said before that I've had my issues with my last two T0 pieces. Molten Core is a little different than Upper Black Rock Spire because with Upper Black Rock Spire and let's say Undead Strat is that you have to work all the way to the end to get to one boss and then that one boss is going to drop one out of uh, how many classes are there like eight nine yeah. so so it's going to drop only one item whereas Molten Core yeah. you drop a boss you can get three for three different classes so it's it's much much different because like what what, what our guild does is well. We still do it, but earlier earlier on we did this more often. Is we would do what are called molten core trash runs, and what that means is we'll take um, a night or two out of the week, and we'll go and we'll hit Lucifron and Magmadar, which are the, which are the first two bosses in um, in molten core. And what that does is it allows people to get at least some tier one gear. And then the more we go, the easier it becomes. And this is why me, as a, a rest-of-spec druid, I heal so much less now because everybody is so geared so well that I'm sitting there. Hmm. Like, we'll pull a Fire Lord. I'll sit there, and I'll start tanking the thing. And and that's how far we've progressed by doing this these trash runs. My only problem with the whole system is that Blizzard locks you out of Molten Core for a week after you kill your first boss. And now they automatically reset it on Tuesdays, which I really don't like because if you want to run another trash run, let's say on like five days, like Anixia is five days. We'll run Anixia every five days. And it would be nice if they could find some sort of better system where like if you didn't progress further than this point in Molten Core, you can go back in three or four days. Okay, so is the game working correctly? Do, do you think it's working the way it should be working then? Is it catering to all the play styles or is it forcing players to adopt a single play style in order to move forward yeah i i see what your point is i think yeah you're forced to well no 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 because if you go the pb if you go the pvp route you get a whole different set of gear don't you yeah. well yeah but let's let's but that's what still I'm grinding, is, though, so basically it? yeah you've got yeah. well you've got two you've got basically two directions you can go though my, my point is is that at flat level 60 if you got into a situation where you wanted to go see the Molten Core or something, mm-hmm. your guild could not be successful at it unless you got yeah, the I, Tier 1 to Tier 2 set and started working yeah, in that you're direction. Right, you're right. Yeah. So is that okay? I mean, is that the way it should work? Well... So this is the thing that upsets people, which is why I bring it up. This is this is what you hear the complaint about most often from the 
quote unquote casuals, which is, it's hard to tell who really is casual and who really is hardcore. But that's the complaint is that they feel pigeonholed into having to do a certain thing. I know Cromley feels this way. You said it often. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like why should we have to do this? Well, you know, in order, why should we have to change the game? Changes so much at level sixty into a completely different game. They don't but have I think to. They can well, they not, don't have to, but yeah. then it, but then they can't, they can't see or enjoy the remaining content. Is that okay? Is that the way it should be? What do you guys think? Well, I think that the thing is, is that you know, and I've noticed this um, every time you guys bring it up, is that I think the game is the way it is. I mean, and whether or not you like it or not. Um, it you know it was designed the way it is designed, and you know not every game is for everybody. And then for people who hit level sixty, and don't enjoy raiding, don't enjoy PvPing, don't enjoy farming, then you know at that point the game's probably not for them anymore. I mean you really you have to you really have to enjoy those sort of things to do it. And is that wrong? I don't know, uh, but I do know people who have come in to Molten Core wearing the chapeau they got from Scarlet Monastery. I mean, there's you don't necessarily have to come in geared, uh, you, but you do have to put up with 40 people, and you do have to put up with the rules of the guild and all the stuff that comes with that. And so I think that, yeah, Blizzard could probably make things a, a lot better. Maybe there could be more quests you could do that you, know, you could continue to do as a five-man, and I think you do have to enjoy the things that they've given you or... That's it. I mean, I don't, I really don't know what else you could do. You know, I think though we got to give Blizzard some credit though, because I think in their defense they have tried and are, continue to try to cater to people who are not able to or unwilling to go into a forty-man situation. I mean, they just released all the new content with Encourage and all the content with Zulgurub and etc. And I mean, there's twenty-man groups there that can do that, and that's some pretty hard stuff in but, there. See, that's the problem is that is it is really hard. The twenty-man we did AQ twenty. And it took us by surprise because we were thinking, oh, 20 man, you know, how hard could this be? It was tough. But mm-hmm. it should be. I mean, uh, to, again, coming to just going to the other side of this, because I don't, I don't really know that I have a side one way or the other on this. I have certain feelings about it, and then I, I can understand where Blizzard's coming from. And to defend Blizzard on this, you can't make all your epics easy to get or no, else they're not yeah, epics. They're worthless then. My only problem with the entire system, I guess maybe to definitively answer your question, is that I wish that you didn't depend so much on the random number generator. It really annoys me. I, I wish that there was a way where a guild... For drops? Yeah, I, I mean, I wish there was a way where you know a guild could get together and say, okay, we're going to run this path because the mages need something today. That happened to me. We, we ran Molten Core all the way to, um, uh, to almost to the end. Because I was the uh, something happened where I wound up being the only druid in the entire forty man raid over two days. Not a single druid piece dropped. Now is that <laughs> fair to me? Um, I don't know because the last week I wound up getting two pieces. So do you guys believe in seeding? What is that? Do you, do you, do you? Uh. Um, it's a theory that is out there right now that depending on what class and what person or what character uh, started the instance. And uh, who who is the guild uh, raid leader at the time that seeds the instance? And we've actually tried this a couple times, where we had you know um, Felix actually seeded the instance, and he seeded it three times in a row, and the same gear dropped. Yeah, hmm. on, honestly, I can say that I have noticed this. Um, if I've been the first person in an instance, that cloth is going to drop a lot more. I'm not yet 60 on the Warlock, but Sunken Temple and Zulfaric, both of those instances, when I've been the first person in the door, cloth drops a lot. When I'm not, it doesn't as much. I have no idea. You know, I mean, that's not uh, yeah, empirical. I, exactly. But... I don't think you can get enough uh, numbers to Well, I can definitively that say second. that we always have the same raid leader. So... That's out. You can't say that the raid leader has anything to do with it. As for the first class inside the instance, to be honest with you, I don't know who the first person was inside the instance every time we've run it, so I couldn't tell you one way or the other. I think think if it was like that, it'd it'd be a lot more noticeable. Yeah, because we ran Zilpharic the other day, and and, uh, I don't know who was in or who was the leader or whatever, but plate dropped over and over again and we had no one even in the group who could use plate so well, maybe they do it yeah. for the higher if they're doing it maybe they only do yeah. it for the higher level stuff or it might make sense for, for the set pieces I, I, I don't know it might make sense though maybe that's something blizzard worked into the game in one of the patches that they didn't say anything about to try to push the set pieces towards people who needed them yeah. I, I have no idea well it might make sense if they did 
you know, alter the loot table a little bit so that it, for example, if there's no druid in the group, no druid, you know, set items drop mm-hmm. just to. Well, that's in the game time. too because if you're raiding, let's say you're raiding on Ned Strat with, um, on the horde side, you're never going to see Lightforged legs drop. Right. I mean, we never see any shaman stuff, shaman stuff drop. Right. So it's there. Just it depends how they have it set up. Huh. It's okay. a good theory. I guess we'd have to try it out. Well, it's not an exact science. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's like the rabbit's feet. Do the rabbit's feet work? I don't know. <laughs> Sometimes I think they do. On the same token, if something drops that people can't use, you're still going to have an enchanter there. You can still DE it. You're still going to be able to use that shard or nexus crystal or whatever in, in, in chance. So it's not like it's lost. So what do you guys think the state of the raid game is? Is Blizzard providing enough content for you? Are you liking it? What could be fixed? I think that they're moving very slowly on this expansion. I think this expansion should have been out six months ago because I, I just think that there's got to be more stuff, and Encourage is not enough. Okay. Alashia, what do you think? Oh, well, actually, I think we have our hands full with raiding right now. Um, I do know the people who have gotten Nefarian down and, you know, they've moved on to AQ40 and are progressing there and, you know, they farm AQ20 and everything like that. But, you know, right now it's still it's still pretty tough. Um, it's hard to get by. It's still it's a really tough game to raid. And I, I don't I really don't know if I, we could keep up if they kept progressing. So here's a question for both of you then. Um, Alachi, you first. Are you having fun in the end game? Is it fun? I have my days where I have a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> and there are days where I'm pretty not, yeah, I'm just not having fun at all. Like yesterday was horrible it's like you know i was i was tired i had just come back from work and you know i was late to the raid you know because i had to work late and you know you're just you're not your heart's not in it and but you know you have to do it and there are other days where i'm totally pumped and i'm ready to go and you know we progress really far and it's exciting so i mean it's it's give or take i think it's like it's like good or bad days on leveling as well like you know i had she time in my 40s had a really great time in my 50s so yeah okay starman it's it's very hard for me to say if I if I would have fun if I wasn't in the same guild. Like if it was a very sit down shut up guild, I probably wouldn't. I'll tell you this though, running molten core over and over again is really not that much fun. It really isn't. But it's the people that I'm hanging around with that really makes it it makes me want to be there every single time. That's how I feel about the pod people as well. Yeah. It's just that the culture of the guild is such I, a draw. That yeah, I, think I, I could honestly care less what we're doing half the time. I think we've <laughs> said before that if we hadn't started the podcast and then started Pod People, we probably wouldn't even be playing Warcraft anymore. It's very possible. Yeah. So. Well, good. I'm disbanding the guild then. <laughs> Damn it. Minus 50 DKB. What the fuck is this? <laughs> you motherfucker. Huh? You can't <laughs> disband the guild. Minus. <laughs> oh, there's no more guild. <laughs> DKP is gone. <laughs> Sorry, I was waiting for an opportunity to. Just uh, he's just waiting and waiting. Um, what's your guys' favorite instance? High end instance. Just out of curiosity, what do you guys like best? I'll ask you first. Well, I didn't really get to get too far into it, but I think AQ40 is amazing. I, I really was impressed as soon as I walked in there, and you know, the f- first time they explained the strategy of the first boss, so, you know, it's pretty amazing. Color, the graphics, the visualization, the gameplay is phenomenal. I. I find Blackwing Lair kind of claustrophobic and, you know, Molten Core. Yeah, I guess I'm just burned out on it. You know, I saw um, Mina, the guy who just put the MP3 in the beginning here for this section, uh, posted some images from, and, you know, I honestly, I don't remember if it was AQ20 or AQ40, but whatever the boss is that tunnels, it's like a big worm and he tunnels up to you and bursts out of the ground. That looked fantastic. What is that? Dune? <laughs> did you guys do you guys know what I'm talking no, about? No, we only there? did the first boss in AQ twenty so far. That definitely had to be AQ forty because I've run almost everything in AQ uh twenty except for the last boss and I don't remember anything borrowing out of the ground. <laughs> oh, so you haven't seen it yet either then? Nope. Oh, uh, maybe I ruined it for you. But that thing looked badass. You should run when it comes at you, because like, <laughs> even I was scared. I had never seen anything like that in WoW. The thing comes screaming up to you with, like, dirt flying through the air under the ground and then blows through the bottom of your party in the center of the room you're in. <laughs> it sounds like fun. Yeah, it was pretty sick. So, anyways, yeah, see, now, for me, I, I'm looking forward to getting a chance to see that. I don't know if I'm going to run it over and over again or if I'm going to be in my, you know, level 40 green armor when I get there. But <laughs> I will be. I'd like to see it. The thing with, with AQ, and not to get back off track since I know we're wrapping up, is... The, the things that they've added with AQ to give you an incentive to run it is the skill books, 
for your professions. Damn straight. Oh, yeah. Some yeah. of the profession skills, like for Hunter, I know that uh, Aspect of the Hawk and Multi-Shot and stuff like that, you know, at level 60 you can only get to, say, like level 6 or whatever, but the level 7 book will be in AQ 40 or 20 as a drop. So that's an incentive for people to run it, too. Not just to, for gear, but for skills, too. Yeah. On the mm-hmm. lore, and they did the same thing with Dire Maul, which I thought was a good idea when they did it, too. It gave you another reason to go there. Right. Yeah, I got my Starfire, Starfire Book 7 in uh, AQ 20. Yeah, it was nice. Lucky. Lucky. <laughs> cool. All right. Well, do you guys have any closing words? Do you guys want anything that we didn't cover? Um, we didn't say, we didn't touch on, <laughs> if you will. You know, no touching. I, all I can say over and over again is that you have to have a good guild. You have to, and you know, I've said it before. I guess I'm lucky that I just found the guild that I'm in. You know, instead of you know being in a um, in a guild like my last one, where you know the raid leader were just sitting there, just telling you to be quiet and do your job, and you know, don't talk back, don't suggest anything. That's what the forums are for. Blah blah blah. Um, we're very open. You know, find a guild that suits you in your personality and that has a culture because that's what will get you in these things further because you'll have more fun doing them. Well, <laughs> my closing comment is that this is why you don't talk about endgame rating and podcasts because it's barely fun to do. <laughs> so it's even less fun to talk about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, really. Talking about root canals, I think. Alachi, to give you props, I think that you... you cover the end game in a really neat way i actually a lot of what i what i feel about the end game and know about the end game um it, it comes from listening to your show and hearing your enthusiasm for it because you do a good job of just sort of imparting a unadulterated love for the game yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, i mean yeah i mean I, I do love the game obviously and um, but, you know, at the same time, I'm not going to lie. I mean, endgame rating is a lot of work. And it's, and especially when you do it for, you know, you know, 16 weeks straight or, you know, whatever you're doing. And, you know, you've, you've rated for three months and your chess piece is still not dropped. And, and you know, and Ooh. you're dealing with, you know, 50 emails a day from officers going over strategies, people we want to kick, people we want to keep. And, you know, and... And banning certain people and taking... I mean, it's just... It's so much, you know... There's so a lot of work. bullshit that goes along with it. But at the same time, you know, I'm not going to lie. I mean, seeing, you know, the suppression room for the first time, you know, it blew my mind. It, just, it was just amazing. You know, you're just like... I mean, and you know. You know that if you never would have, you know, joined this guild, you know if you never would have put in the time, you would never have seen it. You would never have experienced it. And so that's why it's worth it. And this goes right back to what we were talking about uh, the last show, which is, I think... In some real ways, World of Warcraft and MMOs are turning into a an honest-to-God sport hobby like golf or any or bowling or any of this kind of stuff, where you have large groups of people joining together to pursue this common sports-type related goal. And to say it's a sport, I don't think is that far off, given the kind of time and energy going into this kind of stuff and the sure. skill it takes to if do If synchronized swimming can be an Olympic event, I think this is no seriously. I think curling. This, you got to give props to doing forty-man raids. No, I think that makes sense too. Because if you think about, it, there's casual bowling leagues. There's people who just go and like me who Screw can't off. even hit a pin. And then you know, there's there's people who are professional and probably you know spend enormous amounts of time on it or whatever. So I think I think it's very underestimated. And, and I have to say, you you can love end game rating or hate it, but you got to give Blizzard props for dealing with this because. Can you imagine what it's like to to manage end game raids from a design point of view? It's got to be difficult. Yeah. Well, what I find so interesting about this is to hear both of you talk about it's it really is a love hate relationship. I mean, to hear Alachia talk about you know the sixteen hours here and sixteen hours there kind of deal. I, I mean, it, you guys are still sticking with it. So there's obviously commitment there to the game as a whole and love for the game as a whole, even if certain parts of it, you know, you find to be arduous to get to the point where you succeed and can be happy about that. If I wasn't in the guild that I have, I probably wouldn't be playing the game either anymore. So pimp your guys' uh, shows. Uh, the name of my show is World of Warcast, which is www.worldofwarcast.com It's me and Renata in Azros, and we don't talk about endgame rating. <laughs> Alachia, pimp your show! <laughs> hey, this is Alachia from 
from WowCast. And uh, you should listen to TavernCast at TavernCast.com. <laughs> uh, WowCast.net. And it's just me and uh, my core five friends and just whatever happens happens she's selling herself too short uh i I will give props to both of them the world of warcast was basically the first uh hardcore podcast about wow that came out they beat Um, us they beat us us i beat you by like a week or two didn't i they are consistently highly rated in the reviews and have very many loyal fans um they are widely considered to be the uh i guess the Ying to tavern cast Yang yeah. or one. That's one of the those best stories. way of putting it. The karate. I want to be the Yang. You can. And then. Okay, so you're the Yang. There we Whoa, go. Oh, buddy. <laughs> yeah, buddy. <laughs> and then Wowcast is consistently in the top 100 on the iTunes Arts and Entertainment list. Uh, she's got her, a lot of fans too, and I know a lot of people really feel that uh, Alachia's show is the authority for the uh, high end rating. Um, info in podcasting. So, there you yay go. Wow, podcasters, and thanks to both of you guys for coming on the thanks show. Thanks for having us. Having and I have to yeah, congratulate you. you guys for getting on the PC Gamer Network. Oh, congratulations. We'll, we'll see what happens with it. We sold out. <laughs> <laughs> when the forest burns along the road, like God's eyes in my headlights. When the dogs are looking for their bones And it's raining ice picks on your steel shore I'm gonna break I'm gonna break my I'm gonna break my rusty cage and run I'm gonna break I'm gonna break my Gonna break my rusty cage and run The Lore of Warcraft. The waking world and the well of eternity. Ten thousand years before the orcs and humans clashed in their first war, the world of Azeroth cradled only one massive continent surrounded by the sea. That landmass, known as Kalimdor, was home to a number of disparate races and creatures all vying for survival amongst the savage elements of the waking world. At the dark continent center was a mysterious lake of incandescent energies. The lake, which would later be called the Well of Eternity, was the true heart of the world's magic and natural power. Drawing its energies from the infinite great dark beyond the world, the well acted as a mystical fount, sending its potent energies out across the world to nourish life in all its wondrous forms. In time, a primitive tribe of nocturnal humanoids cautiously made their way to the edges of the mesmerizing enchanted lake. The feral, nomadic humanoids, drawn by the well's strange energies, built crude homes upon its tranquil shores. Over time, the well's cosmic power affected the tribe making them strong, wise, and virtually immortal. 
The tribe adopted the name Kaldora, which meant children of the stars in their native tongue. To celebrate their budding society, they constructed great structures and temples around the lake's periphery. The Kaldori, or Night Elves as they would later be known, worshipped the moon goddess Elun and believed that she slept within the well's shimmering depths during the daylight hours. The early Night Elf priests and seers studied the well with an insatiable curiosity, driven to plumb its untold secrets and power. As their society grew, the Night Elves explored the breadth of Kalimdor and encountered its other denizens. that gave them pause were the ancient and powerful dragons. The great serpentine beasts were often reclusive, but they did much to safeguard the known lands from potential threats. The night elves discovered that the dragons held themselves to be the protectors of the world and agreed that they and their secrets were best left alone. That's it for the show, and uh, we'd like to say thanks for listening. Please check out our website at www.taverncast.com. Sign up for the forums the same place. Just follow the navigation item for the forums. And if you'd like, please donate. Help us keep doing the show. Go to the website, www.taverncast.com. Look for the uh, Support the Taverncast button in the lower left-hand corner of the site. If you would like to join our guild, the pod people, uh, feel free to surf on over to www.thepodpeople.net and when you first go there you'll see an application form fill out an application and send it on in actually we'll take it you don't have to send it um, <laughs> <laughs> send it with a hundred dollar bill and you'll make it in a little faster right and we'll take a look and uh, come join the guild we're just about at a hundred or four hundred people really active and we're we're getting I think now we're thirteenth the 13th wow. largest horde guild on Whisperwind. Wow. Cool. We're also I'm also still taking recipe submissions. Please submit Warcraft themed recipes for drink and food to kerncater at hotmail.com. Um, we will make your food include your instructions for assembly, cooking times, and an ingredient list. I'm still going to send in Fluffernutter of the Eagle. Fluffernutter? Fluffernutter. What's Fluffernutter? Yeah. Where That's it's peanut marsh- butter and marshmallow fluff. Yeah. Oh, it's nasty. Oh, it's so good. Oh, it's disgusting. Uh, I can feel my arteries hardening just as you're saying that. Whatever, you're the one that eats whitefish. Whitefish is healthy for you. Yeah, Yeah, it also tastes like rancid nasty. It's very good. Anyway, so send them to me and we'll make them and you might even hear your stuff on the show, which would be very exciting. And that's another Terran cast. (laughs) Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. (laughs) Bye, everybody. Bye. 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 Taverncast is recorded live in front of a studio audience. Taverncast does not endorse underage drinking and reminds those of you who are of age to have a stout heart and drink responsibly. Taverncast is a Snapdragon production.
I, I have typing threats sometimes. Yes! Yeah. <laughs> 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 his computer with his boxer shorts over his head and portfolio. Head desk, head desk, head desk. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> What the hell is that? That was trying to be funny. It sounded disgusting. It was disgusting. <laughs> Do that again. Really close to the mic. Do it. <laughs> no worries. We, we got it taped. That was the most hideous sound ever. And that's why we want to give it to our listeners. <laughs> I don't think chickens really have an ass. Actually, they do. Don't they, they do. have like a utility orifice? He's. <laughs> I'm gonna go out for a bit. Let me let me know what he's doing. <laughs> key, key ring! Key ring! Now! One one is done. Do it, do it now. Hey thanks, bye! Do it, do it. Jingle jingle. <laughs>